basically the last two days i went over the market seeing you know getting like you mentioned getting in sync with the market i think that's really key there is when you're talking about coming back from a like a temporary break you know and then coming back with a clear mindset and then getting re-insinking i get guess that's a really good question glenn it's like how do you take a taking breaks is great i think every single trader should and do, does it like even prop from traders recommend that might be a four you know everyone needs a break how do you come back and become in sync with the market and make the right decisions you know like in your perspective how did that break help you Welcome to the Edge Up Podcast with your hosts, Reed and Glenn from Hawaii Trading Academy. If you're just joining us, aloha, all welcome to Hawaii Trading Academy. Glenn, our boy here, is funded again. He had an FTML account funded. You lost that one, right, Glenn? Yeah, That's what that happened. Yeah, yeah. Lost that one, learning experience, right? Um, and it wasn't really to Glenn's strategy. It was just FTML's strict guidelines, and that's all right. We adapt and overcome exactly what Glenn did. He's adapted, overcome. Now he's a search trader. Uh, trader. Yeah, 25K. Yeah. There you go, man. So, so, but before that, Glenn took a break, right? Before we, we and we did this together. Glenn and I, we, we had our 60-day trade challenge. Check out our other podcasts. If you're curious about that, but we did this challenge. We signed up for this surge trader um, challenge here, and Glenn already passed it. Like, dude, how long did that take? It said six days, bro. Six days. There Fortunate. So it took, yeah, it took <laughs> Glenn six days. But before that, Glenn just wasn't just trading, and then boom, he got it. He actually took a break off in February, right? Pretty much. And I, I kind of want to take the podcast from there, Glenn. So you took a break. You come back hot on fire. You get funded like right off six days, man. Like, first off, congrats. Second off, what is your mindset like? How does how do you go into this? Right, I'm on a break. How do you come in sync so quickly? Like, what routines right. help? What, what what what's this magic sauce, man? <laughs> the secret sauce, dog. Yeah, what's the secret <laughs> sauce, bro? Guys. I'll, I'll be just sharing it just like this. No. <laughs> Oh, free. Let's talk about the beginning of 2023 this year, January. We started off strong, you and I. You know, um, we launched our 60 day challenge with our traders, and I felt like I was in a good space mentally, physically, getting active. I, I was sticking to routine. I was starting to wake up earlier. That's always my goal is to wake up earlier, you know. Um, then I signed up for an Apex trader and, you know, tried to adapt my trading to their program. Um, the difference between search trader and Apex trader, Apex trader is a futures trading and you have to close your account, your all your positions by the end of the trading day. And that was the biggest thing that um, for me to get used to, you know, I'm still in the challenge, still going through it and still trying to optimize my trading now um life happened in february you know lots got busy with everything else but trading and in that my in that time frame too i was starting to beat beat myself up i'm like oh, i'm not performing well oh I'm, i've been a little bit slacking on my journal you know all these little thoughts start to come I, i'm not in tune with the market because i keep getting stopped out you know, it's not big losses. It's just 
the nature of trade, trading. You're going to get stopped out um, as long as you're able to stay in the game by keeping your risk management in check. And so, you know, I, I just slowed down as far as that because I knew, okay, this weekend we have this. You know, we're doing things with the wife, with the family, with the business, other businesses. And it was a, it was a, it was a good thing. I was still reading the trading book. I'm still almost, I'm almost done with the psychology of trading. So that was like, other than 10 minutes or maybe five, 10 minutes scrolling through charts, seeing what the market has done, you know, hearing the news, SVB, Silicon Bank go through, seeing how that, um, that kind of stuff what the market does to react i still keep up with it you know and i'm, I'm still con conscious of the market movement the indices you know up to three percent down two percent but i wasn't actively looking to place trades um you know just yeah fast forward to what happened you know with in the beginning of march where you know we had some things lined up and we both made the commitment to go sign up for search trader and my thinking at that time was uh i think less less pressure uh was more calm um started to miss the markets back again you know that was the thing i was like okay i started to miss trading again you mentioned this quite often is like yeah. when you take it, your our break your breaks every trader take has their their break time frame right and i think glenn mentioned and this is really cool he mentions he needs to miss the market before uh, he comes back to the charts and i think that's really a key component because i think that's when you know one it's your passion like glenn trading is your passion but two i think that that also gives that time frame where like you're not feeling that urge to trade you're not feeling that gambling spirit to to want to just get into the market you know you're like wait you know what let's just take it a little break so i'm not bringing my emotions into play right so yeah sorry go on man yeah so you're just so like to, to kind of uh rephrase everything so you were still reading trading books you you were still looking at your charts you're still conscious of every market move that was happening as far as fundamentals going on in the world yep. Uh, but you just were not actively placing the trades because you knew that, hey, I, I'm kind of in maybe a mental slump. And maybe you weren't even like realizing it at the time, huh? You were just like, okay, I'm kind of been trading bad. Let me just step back a little bit. Yeah, it was like scaling down, you know, I was scaling down my losing. Um, let me try to pull up my latest journal entry. I know that I would make some notes, you know. And yeah, and the the journal, guys, the journal is, is a key factor you know that you guys have to use um and go back to you know i think i put down like let me see i made some notes for myself and and these were like your trades are mostly i would love to see your journal i know you'll we'll get into that but like a uh, reminder for everyone listening that glenn you're a long-term you're a, a swing trader right swing. i mean uh, i'm yeah. a, a trend trader trend trader really so yeah you're not really doing counter any counter trend trades. Yeah, because actually, send me in a note three fifteen. Busy with I put busy with life lately. February hasn't been my best trading. Um, there you go. Haven't been paying attention to the charts. You know, family was was um happening and 
other things were taken off. So that was a note for me. I'm like, okay, that's where my attention was, you know, and you're going to look back guys, you know, for you guys listening that, that journal entry, whatever, any way you do it, um, whether it be just a quick video or blog or entry journal written down somewhere, you got to track that because, you know, we are habits, creatures of habits, and we're always trying to get better than we were yesterday, last year. And so these little things, they, they matter. They matter. May not matter at that time, but they will matter, you know, a couple months from now when you're looking that at your, back at your chart, you know, that you can see like, okay, Glenn took a, you know, February wasn't as active as the other month. So, um, yeah, that was 3.15, so mid this um, few weeks, maybe one, two weeks ago. Then I think, what was I doing? I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw someone's post. I don't know if it was a trader or something, but it reminded me of the charts. Right? It was the, it was like either screenshot of a chart or data or something, and then I just got it. I was like, oh. I missed that. Got feeling. the itch. I got that itch. I got that itch, dog. I gotta go scratch it. And that was like, okay, okay. I think I'm cool. I think I'm back. You know. Um. So you came back with a vengeance, huh? <laughs> Not even with fast. that. Not even that, dude. It was like, just let me get in. Let me go in. Let me trade. Let me just um do the things I've been doing or leading up to or working on all these years. And let's just trade, you know. Did, now for this challenge, did you do anything differently? Like, did, oh. so we, I know that we um you were trading FTMO. Yeah. Uh, you switched over to Surge Trader One. I would like to like kind of dive in. Why? Why the switch? Why did you hop to Surge Trader instead of like going with uh, another prop firm? One of the biggest. Why did Surge Traders pick, yeah. pick out? One of the biggest things with Surge Trader that I liked, it was US based. And the second thing was that they didn't give you a time limit. They didn't give you 30 days to go make your profit target. No pressure. Yeah, well, cause it's, it's really, it's, it's not, they put their favors in the house. You know what I mean? It's kind of stacked against you already. Um, yeah. Imagine you go to a hedge fund and you tell them, hey, in 30 days, you better make me 10%. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, dude. It, it is. I mean, you know? there are performers who can who can do that, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's you. It's more unlikely, I would say. So, um, yeah, I just went in clear minded, and I had the ur- the itch to trade, and I just, I was conscious. I mean, I had a game plan. I was like, okay, I'm going through my recent stacks you know let me plan for worst case scenario i didn't um what you may call i didn't go for big risk up front knowing that i had to go make 10 percent um with your risk adjustment is that something you did with ftmo as well or is this like coming in a search trader you had a lot of experience with losing the ftmo account now you're coming in with with fresh experience, you kind of know something a little bit. So like, 
risk management, is that the same as FTMO or is it, you're kind of doing a, a different approach this time? It was, um, let me see, more proactive. I was more proactive with my risk management. Oh. I didn't. Um, you, you could use a, you could use hundreds of accounts and blow them all, or you could just focus on one account, get the risk right, and grow that slowly over time rather than just get lucky. You know, it's like would you have the guarantee win, which is that the small pieces of of winning, or would you just yolo it? You know, a lot of people. Nowadays, unfortunately, they want to YOLO and get to the, the funding right away. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot that goes on behind it, right? Like the, the minor things you did, like just taking a break, man. Like how many beginners know are, and are aware enough, you were conscious of what you were doing. You wrote it down, you know, you, you took a note in your journal and you may not realize it that you would you were in a certain mindset at the time, but just for you actively writing things down in your thoughts, that's what that's something that separates a beginner from a, an advanced trader. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's just those small things that also it comes with experience. And I, I think like that's a testament to your experience. No, I, I, I could agree with that. Um, kind of going back to my mindset with this different challenge, honestly, like, I, I kind of made the mistake of not following all the like reading all the rules and knowing it at hand. <laughs> that was my well, age. yeah. Expand, expand. What do you mean? Yeah, so like they they give you program rules, prop firms, these programs, they give you rules. Okay, you have a either a profit target, you know, five ten percent. You have a, a daily loss limit and a max drawdown, right? And in this case, search trader is a daily loss limit is four percent and a max drawdown five percent. Um, for this particular challenge and you know I wasn't aware of, of the max drawdown I was like oh that was bad on me um, and also I didn't realize that they have soft reaches soft like touch rules where I would make the mistake sometimes when I'm adding positions was um, I would just hit market and, and get in and I would forget to put in my immediate stop loss for that particular uh, trade, you know. And so they would immediately send me an email. I'm like, oh, that's great to remind me. And so what happens with that, that new position, it, it just gets closed, whether it is for profit or loss. It gets closed and right there. So I'm like, okay, cool. That um, and what was the other one? I have a you have a max allotted lot open sizing um at the time you know according to your account size so yeah so you only can have a total of 2.5 lots open you know total yeah so like i would have six positions and if it, they all add up to two point to equal 2.5 then i'm maxed out essentially on that account you know so that was the thing i had to learn on they will close if you if you're if you breach that then they will close your positions and so i think that happened to me once during this challenge unfortunately all of those positions were in profit so you know i just closed my profits early um but of course then you know i would re look at it again 
and I would just get back in and ride my original trades. But yeah, those little things, they matter. And, you know, these traders, if you're going to go ahead and try to do these challenges, please read. You know, I I'm I'm just winging it, which is not good. I don't recommend it, but um, prop firms are really cool nowadays. Like uh, search trader sounds very promising, sounds much better. It sounds like they're really catering towards the trader versus like just trying to get that profit. And I feel like a lot of prop firms, the moment you get close, they, they don't even send you a warning email. They're like, hey, guess what? You lost your account. At least search traders like, hey, buddy, hey, we want you to do well. You know, here's a pat on your back, like a little warning sign, like this is what's happening. Exactly. Whereas, uh, you, you know, I've, we've had experience where like you mess up one thing and like, what the hell? I didn't even know that was a rule. And you get canceled out, you know, your account. So, uh, yeah, like you said, just a learning experience, eh? Learning, learning. Yeah, so let's jump. Let's let's check out some stats from this. Um... Yeah, yeah. Let's dive into it, man. Let's break it down. Yeah, let's go. Let's dive deep in this. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, going back to why we, you know, surge trader stood out to me was because I was able to hold trades overnight, and there wasn't a, um, you know, certain day day limit where you need to hit your profit target. You know, and so um, let's look at the statistics. I think six days since inception here. So if you log into your dashboard, you'll get this um, cool little screenshot of what your stats were. So my most traded was the NDX 100 or the NASDAQ 100. Second was Euro USD and then uh, US, the oil I was trading that as well uh there's other ones that i traded but i guess it rates by how many lots you would you traded so um strike rate was 60 percent. i took 75 positions i mean it says it's trades but honestly i would like i was mentioning to you earlier like i would have five six positions for one particular trade you know yeah, they just counted that as it was basically like one position, but yeah. you know, multiple trades on it. I gotcha. Correct. So yeah, dude, like risk managing was key. I mean, the average losing trade forty two dollars. So you could see that I was trading small lots, you know, point one lot, point one five. Um and I felt like this was right for me because you know the the way i would scale in i would scale into my trades as as it goes in my favor so i'll put in a little a small uh, lot size test it out of course i'll have my stop there and then you know as it continues on then i'll just start um getting adding more size as it goes in my way um this is actually one of my better results from the other challenges i've done you know for these this this type of strike rate that's not normal for me 60 percent yeah i kind of wanted to like if you let me chime in a little bit uh the profit factor uh, two things i'm looking at is the profit factor and the win rate you know you're at 2.96 percent that means uh for you everyone understanding for like uh, Glenn, you'd usually risk like one to three or one to two. 
what what would you say one to three let's say one to three uh because he's just right there right 2.96 is his profit factor what that means is for every one percent glenn risk he's making nearly three percent for that one percent risk and you could look at down at his average winning trade and his average losing trade how the profit factor is so different right and then on top of that he has a 60 percent strike rate so when you're at a 60% strike rate and you're trading at a profit factor of one to three, I mean, that is, that's stats that you want to have, right? Like that, any prop, this is why he made it because the prop firm is like, yeah, of course you take our money. Look mm -hmm. at these stats. We want to make these stats here. Yeah. If, so those are two, some things to, to uh, keep in mind on like the strike rate. You don't need to have more than a 50% strike rate to be profitable in this uh, industry but i'm just saying it, it really helps with especially with a profit factor of 2.9 and a 60 percent though that's just phenomenal phenomenal trading glenn props to you man so yeah like this is um all of the trades that i've taken and i guess what there's over eight pages and you can see it's small small wins i think the one i wanted to highlight was the gold trade i was in on the 17th Got in at 19.32. Um, maybe I should pull this up on a chart here. 19.72. Is volume the um, what the is it called? Size, the size, the, the, the lot. lot? Size. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That. So you could see it's small lot size, man. Very yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like this gold trade, um, yeah, got in at 19.32. Exit it at 19.77. Point one lot, you know, and it equaled out to a four hundred fifty dollar trade. That yeah, that's an an insane move. And then I was looking at your you even went or you were let's see, started with lower risk earlier. Uh at zero point zero five, the final one, the last line at the bottom, that's another gold trade, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I one. added so that was a second position right here. Okay. Yeah. So, so you added smaller see like so as you were sizing into the position you were lowering your risk is that what was happening yeah yeah because you know you got to keep a pay attention to your overall risk for these trades you know you it yeah it's super easy to scale in 0 0.1 0 0.1 0 0.5 you know what i mean but you're also increasing your risk as it goes gold was also my other um you know that uh biggest loss of this challenge you know went long in 1990 and then i had a 20 almost a 20 point stop and it got me out 160 and so um hey glenn how was uh spreads with gold i know like in my experience with my forex funds gold spread is really ridiculous it can I get, get whipped out all the time i wasn't paying attention honestly because I, okay. I was just bull market no worries. We'll yeah. find out, man. That that'll be something to share. Um, yeah, and so I even screen recorded uh, as I closed my last few trades today, you know, and so like I had I had, let me see, U.S. So I was one of my last ones I was trading was pound kiwi, um, euro oh, pound USD, kiwi. yeah, pound kiwi. See, I took some losses there. And you, well, US thirty was the one that was, I was riding a bigger um, trade with, and it took me to the finish line. Well, I did have to open up another 
uh, NASDAQ position to take me to that over the finish line. $7, dude. Big. Very nice, brah. Very nice. <laughs> so solid. Bravo. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it looks like, guys. You're not over there every time when you're, you're going for these prop firms. Don't think you got to hit home runs all the time, you know? You know, I, yeah, dude, I, I want to kind of interrupt here because I think so many people think that they need to take that big risk. They need to YOLO it. They need to take, like you said, a home run it. I need that one trade to make it, make it or all. I'm not a hater on any strategy, but I mean, with that type of strategy, I feel like you're stressing a lot. You're allowing a lot of stress to come into you like, oh, I didn't, you know, I took two losses and, you know, I'm supposed to have big wins and you know, the time limit's almost here for some prop firms. And now you're like, you're stressing out. You're like, I need this one big trade, just one. That's all I need. Then that gambling mentality. Oh, should I take, I could take this one. I could take this one. This is a mediocre setup, but like time limit, you know, again, you're just battling all those emotions when I, rather than just chipping away, like you, you saw so many trades, bigger wins, smaller losses, and you were just chipping it away, chipping it away until you, you pass, man. So, so what's next, Glenn? Is this like, um, as far as your funded career goes? So, with Surge, do you get the live account now, or is it one more phase? And then, two follow up question is: Are you going to be looking for any more funding accounts, either from Surge Trader alone, or are you going to like kind of explore other uh, prop firms out there? What's on your list, man? Try to take over the world, bro. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the process I'm going through right now, um, after it I passed uh, and the market closed today, um, I got the email, the certificate, and then email for the next steps. They present you two options when you pass your the challenge. You can go ahead now. A lot of prop firms I wanted to point out was that they usually do like a two step process. You pass step one evaluation, then you go step two, and then you they give you a smaller profit um, target to pass. Then you become a funded trader. Surge trader, there's only one step to funding. So nice. when you hit that funding, you they give you two options where you can continue to try to scale your current account for another evaluation for so so you could try to value um qualify for a bigger account or you go straight into funding with that current size and that is the route that i took because i do want to explore how it works i was reading through you know they then they email you all the contracts and stuff they use a third party um company called deal d-e-e-l.com heard of it yeah yeah and it seems like it's a pretty it's a middleman um essentially that's where they will you can submit your your payment methods on your end and cert, you know they they're the middleman between search trader and i and it's do, cool. do they allow crypto pay like you could get paid in crypto i i'm not i'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember what where it's happening. I know PayPal was one, your bank, and there's two other options. So they I got to be crypto. They'd be, they'd be like slacking if they, they didn't have a crypto option. Yeah, true. 
I went with the conventional route, hooked it up to the bank, very seamless. Because oh. I was looking at PayPal, and like, of course, PayPal got to get paid out. I think it was a two point five percent transaction fee. Yeah. So, um, payout for. And it's like I want to get paid. Give me the money. I want to get paid already. I don't want to evaluate again. I still got to pay Uncle Sam, man. I don't got to pay anyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, you you have to read through your contract. It's pretty in in depth as as you know you would see from other prop firms. Um, and it's an agreement between you know you as a trader and search trader, the company. Um, so you go through that, you have to do your verification process, take a picture of ID and whatnot, verify that you are real. Um, and then from there, so I submitted that all today, I think, and I think I'm just awaiting for the next steps from there, whether they yeah, like, it should be like two to three business days or something like that Account info for the uh, live account. So. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yes, it seems very similar to like most prop firms. Like you're an independent contractor now, essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. How they and set I, it up. I feel like it was very seamless. I did it all on my phone, bro. <laughs> oh wow, that's true, dude. Technology making life I easier. It. I love it. Who'd have thought? Like you know, like I know when we I was first starting getting off in trading, there's these opportunities were insane. Like. You dreamt about trading on the Chicago floor. You know, that's where the real traders were. But now everything has gone digital. Everything is virtual. Like, it's so seamless, as you mentioned. And it's so easy. But And the bar is low, though. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I guess that, that'll be a fun topic we'll talk about one day is, like, the moral aspect of trading. You know, like, mm. you're taking money from inexperienced gamblers people but then like you know there's that that'll be fun that'll be fun man we'll we'll dive into that one one day yeah vegas does it <laughs> yeah well, going, going back to that. the second part of your question i think you're yeah. asking what's next right so what's next man this is this is going to be the stepping stone to bigger account sizes you know and i think with search trader you are able to uh, apply for a another account i don't know how, what the max limit is but it has to be a different size so i can't get another i don't know if i can get another 25k account so i think i'm gonna have to scale up to the bigger accounts um but yeah so I, will... I, I know search trader does a million dollar glenn <laughs> is that the next is that the next step there we shall see my friend we shall see i did make that goal of 500k in funding this year so well, let's overachieve that. Let's double that, dude, and hit million, that that million dollar. Let's go. Okay, okay. You're gonna pay it off with let's with your it. the revenue, dude. Let's get it. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's awesome, man. I'm stoked for you. Um, you know, if anyone has questions on how to get how to get funded, so so like to to round it up real quick, man. Uh, you're gonna you're looking to more funding after after this this next phase give it a few months or six months maybe maybe the sooner no time frame no time limit yeah i think um i think going you know something i was thinking about with ftmo i was pretty gung-ho when i got my funded account and i just went to trade man and and i think now i could be more wise take my time with it mm. so um and and remember the risk management i think that's going to be the biggest part um going forward you know 
plain and simple. So. I think like what I want to see us at the end of this year would be rad is, you know, a goal of ours is to have multiple accounts and we're set it up where we have to auto purchase the auto trader as a business right off where we trade three to four accounts, right? Funded accounts. And you have, you just do it one time, you know, right. you, and I think that'll be the future. That'll be the next step. That'll be a fun discussion when we do cross that line. Uh, but for now, I think it's just you growing your funding account, getting paid me. Yeah. It's, hitting your level getting funded so we'll we'll see what the second quarter has in store man second quarter drawing to an end we have a one more one more live that we'll be doing right glenn yeah that's right yeah we'll do we'll be doing one more live and uh before the month ends so um other than that man i i think this is a really valuable a lot of people are gonna find a lot of value in this on how to get funded on what companies are available out mm -hmm. there and then I, I think just the, the psychology aspect and handling it wisely, as you said, you know, these prop firm accounts and being able to hold it. So it'll be fun to follow up with you, Glenn, like where you're at in a month from now and and like where the progress is, the lessons yeah. learned. So I mean, I mean, like just to end it, wrap this up, you know, I think a big important piece of this whole topic is the mindset the psychology behind this you know um you know when we first started approaching these prop firm challenges i would get excited you know because i'm thinking about like oh what can i do with all this you know this size account blah 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 and it, it happens it gets to you but being prepared uh being calm and you know, I could see all of the years of learning, all the years of experience start like tuning in, you know, you're putting it all together and you're approaching it in, in, in one direction, you know, and your goal being clear of the noise, that's key. And being able to be focused when you need to be, um, because li life will happen, you know, life, like read knows behind this, the scenes, like it, it's happening right now all kinds of stuff is happening so i think my capacity was way it's way better bigger now than a few years ago when i was trading with ftmo or whatever and i feel like it's it's just a, a better place for me and I, people can and will reach you know a better bigger capacity if you just continue to chip away and be consistent yeah i was gonna ask one last tip from your mouth of like if a trader's out there, maybe they're in a funding challenge right now. They're they're kind of struggling, maybe a little bit of drawdown, or they're they're trying, they just failed. What would would just like be consistent? Would that be the last words? You kind of just said it, but would that be the last and you kinda answered my question, man? Unless that was <laughs> no give I mean, another answer. The, the the three words, right? Don't give up, man. Just don't, don't give, give up. up. There you go. Okay. Up, guys. Don't Same. give up. I, I want to add, like, don't give up, but make sure you're, you're, you're changing. Do something. If it's yeah. not working, make sure you, you're trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Other than not, that, man, like, help, yeah. Go, go. Seek help. Um, don't give up. And then, you know, be, be open-minded in a sense, you know?
uh, maybe trading uh, to learn yeah to learn to learn. learn from your mistakes yeah you'll never get to a point where you can never learn something from the market you know very true but awesome dude awesome podcast awesome webinar thanks man for like giving us some insights on on where you're at and then how you approach this funding a challenge i'm, I'm sure this is going to bring a lot of value guys everyone watching thanks for tuning in we do have all our links below if you want to learn more and then also we have our podcast too uh we named it the edge up podcast uh just changed a couple or this month so I uh, hope you guys like that. And if you have any more questions, drop comments in the love below. And don't forget to like and subscribe. So, aloha, guys. Have a good one. Happy trading. Whether you're looking to improve your trading mindset and growth, we'll provide you with the tools, tips, and inspiration you need to make your next breakthrough. So, tune in and let's edge up together.